uh, the Quackcast, Revenant Edition, number 229. It is entitled, Eradication Isn't Extinction. Too bad. References for this Quackcast can be found at the science-based medicine article of the same title from October 17th, 2023. We are in the middle of yet another planetary extinction. I am old enough that I think I have seen the slow changes of a planet on the outs. The world is not the same as I remember. The ocean is higher. I remember as a kid I could reach the low tide line with a three wood. Now low tide is where high tide used to be, and high tide has rendered some beaches unwalkable. The beaches are barren. The birds, except for the occasional unkillable gull, are mostly gone. The rocks, especially since the blob and the heat dome of 2021, are mostly barren. And the smell is different as well. The rotting smell of seaweed is gone. The air is oddly fresh. The forests are quieter. The buzz of bugs are gone. And with less to eat, it is rare to see a bird flit among the trees. I can't remember the last time my windshield was obscured by bug squish. Yep, eradication of any number of species is proceeding apace, and if you are old enough, you will notice. Unbearably sad, and it is only going to get worse. But then, I have zero optimism about the future. But not all eradication is bad. I don't think I would cry over much if disease-bearing mosquitoes were to vanish, although I have no doubt it would be fundamentally a bad idea. There are two eradications that have been deliberate, rinderpest and smallpox, both thanks to vaccines. Rinderpest is the measles of animals and is the likely source of human disease. Rinderpest having jumped into humans may be around the 11th century. It has been a blasphemous rumor that God has a sixth sense of humor, so turnabout being fair play, I would not be surprised if, in the future, measles jumped back into cows from unvaccinated humans. I record this on February 2024, and measles is resurgent in Europe and the United States. So cows, beware. Smallpox was eradicated last century, but still exists in two labs, one in Russia, yippee, and given that the genome is published, the virus could be reconstructed. It would be easier to do than a woolly mammoth. So smallpox or rinderpest could come back. And never underestimate human stupidity. Quote, Federal scientists last week discovered a half-dozen forgotten vials of smallpox virus while cleaning out a storage area on the campus of the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland. Smallpox, due to variola virus, was eradicated with the vaccine, which is the vaccinia virus. The vaccinia virus is an odd one. Where did it come from? That's unknown. Quote, the precise origin of vaccinia virus is unknown due to a lack of record-keeping, as the virus was repeatedly cultivated and passaged in research laboratories for many decades. The most common notion is that the vaccinia virus, cowpox virus, and variola virus, the causative agent of smallpox, were all derived from a common ancestral virus. There is also speculation that vaccinia virus was originally isolated from horses, an analysis of DNA from an early 1902 sample of smallpox vaccine showed that it was 99.7% similar to horsepox virus. But vaccinia disease continues to circulate in Brazil. Quote, in recent decades, several strains of orthopox virus vaccinia virus have been isolated throughout Brazil, 
including many genetically distinct isolates within the same outbreak. And with the Vaccinia vaccine no longer being used, other pox viruses are making a resurgence, like monkeypox. Remember that smallpox likely jumped into humans from rats. Quote, Our results show two primary clades which likely diverge from an ancestral African rodent-born variola-like virus either 16,000 or 68,000 years before the present, depending on which historical records, East Asian or African, are used to calibrate the molecular clock. And no reason a pox virus could not jump again. You know, Murphy was, after all, an optimist. So who knows? A lab leak, stupidity, reconstruction, another zoonotic jump? Smallpox may be eradicated, but it isn't exactly extinct, unfortunately. Which brings us to the next virus to hopefully be eradicated, but not rendered extinct, polio. As a recent article in Science noted, quote, global polio eradication effort struggles with the end game. As an aside, I never did understand why Ralph Lauren decided to use polio as the name for his line of clothes, even if he does make really nice, albeit too expensive for me, fashion. Even allowing artistic interpretation, I don't think the logo looks anything like an iron lung, more like a guy on a horse. How that relates to polio, I don't know. More mysteries. Polio was, is a tricky virus. Three strains, one, two, and three, two of which are gone, and two vaccines. We have the killed vaccine, which prevents disease but does not prevent transmission, and the live attenuated virus, which prevents disease and transmission, but has the unfortunate rare complication of reverting to wild type to cause disease. There is more vaccine strain disease, mostly in Africa, than wild type disease, mostly in Afghanistan and Pakistan, and earlier in the century in Nigeria, where the vaccination programs have had difficulties that were the same as it ever was. As an aside, go see the remastered Stop Making Sense while you can. It is tremendous. Talking Heads is, was fantastic. Some of the issues for why eradication programs for polio had trouble in Nigeria and Pakistan were the usual suspects. Poverty, poor infrastructure, corrupt governments. But there were some other causes as well. Let's see if anything sounds familiar. In Nigeria and Pakistan, it was believed that the polio vaccine was a plot to sterilize Muslim girls and to spread HIV. I feel silly mentioning that neither is true, and before we feel oh so superior, remember, as Art Linkletter noted, anti-vaccine folks will say the darndest things. For example, the debunking headlines, here's where the COVID-19 vaccine infertility myth came from and why it's not true, or there is no evidence that any COVID-19 vaccine contains HIV. In Nigeria, it was a combination of governors, quote, The governor of Kano is quoted as saying, since September 11, the Muslim world is beginning to be suspicious of any move from the Western world. Our people have become really concerned about polio vaccine. And Kano state governor, I'm going to mispronounce this, Ibrahim Shikarao, reaffirmed that their decision was influenced by unsatisfactory test results by the federal government teams. A well-regarded doctor Dati 
Ahmed, a Kano-based physician who heads a prominent Muslim group, the Supreme Council for Sharia in Nigeria, is quoted as saying that polio vaccines were, quote, corrupted and tainted by evildoers from America and their Western allies. Ahmed went on to say, quote, We believe that modern-day Hitlers have deliberately adulterated the oral polio vaccine with anti-fertility drugs and the viruses which are known to cause HIV and AIDS. Well, at least they recognize that HIV is a viral infection. And some imams who thought vaccination was going against God's will. God evidently wants children to be paralyzed by polio. Nah, those reasons for refusing polio vaccine don't sound familiar to me in the least. In Pakistan, they were a bit more aggressively anti-vaccine. Quote, Vaccination efforts have seriously stalled by the murder of at least 35 health workers who have been attempting to vaccinate children since 2012. Militants are suspicious of vaccine, which radical clerics claim are part of a Western plot to sterilize Muslims. I too would be hesitant to vaccinate children if it meant my murder, but at least this doesn't happen in the home of the free land of the AR-15. Well, yet. By the way, it isn't just Muslim clerics who have these beliefs. In Kenya, quote, It all started in 2014 when the Catholic bishops complained that the tetanus vaccine administered to women of reproductive age during a campaign was laced with contraceptives in the form of human chorionic gonadotropin. However, the Catholic bishops were not fully satisfied with the process of demonstrating the vaccines were not contaminated and hence called on their faithful to boycott the 2015 polio campaign. One study did note that the boycott, fortunately, did little. Quote, compared to the November campaign, the proportion of children who were not vaccinated due to parents' refusal significantly increased from 6 to 12% in August 2015. But then they oddly concluded, quote, the call for boycott did not affect the campaign significantly. Now, that's 50% more. I guess a few paralyzed children is only significant to the child and their family. Safe to say, Catholic bishops are often not a reliable source of health information. At least we don't see that kind of nonsense from U.S. pastors. Not. Pakistan was the likely source of a subsequent cases in nearby Afghanistan. I always remember that the first word in my subspecialty is infectious spreading or capable of spreading rapidly to others. Despite relatively superficial differences, humans are mostly the same everywhere. And it is why the planet is doomed. Is there good news? Yeah. Nigeria is getting polio under control, and the Taliban has decided that polio vaccination is not so bad after all. Quote, Taliban launches annual polio vaccine drive in Afghanistan. Health Ministry says the four-day campaign will cover more than 9 million children in 31 of the country's 34 provinces. So maybe we will get the number of eradicated viruses to three. Tens of thousands of cases of paralysis a year that will never happen. Add it to the innumerable species that we have wiped off the planet. And a good thing. The eradication of polio, not the innumerable species. Even if it means I have to wear Calvin Klein instead. And that ends the QuackCast, Revenant Edition number 229. As mentioned at the beginning, references are available at Science-Based Medicine from the October 17th, 2023 
blog entry of the same title. Thanks for listening. Bye.